It's Tuesday, January 11, 2022. What was dismaying for us was to see that emissions bounce back even faster than the overall economy. U.S. emissions spiked in 2021, jeopardizing Paris climate targets. The last seven years were the Earth's hottest on record. And 2021 clocked in as the fifth hottest year ever recorded. Plus, too much time has already been lost in the fight against climate change. That's why we must and we will implement an ambitious agenda to meet this moment. New York State's new governor goes big on climate and clean energy. All of that ambition and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. This is a sign. The storms are going to get worse and worse, and it's not global warming, it's the last days. Wait, is that better or worse, Jim Baker? Nice to see you out of jail, by the way. This is your Green News Report. So I I want you to help today, those that can give $1,000 to help us stay on the air. Oh, Jesus. Okay, Desi Doyen, it's been a while since you've had a report about record heat, but I guess it wasn't going to be long. (laughs) No, global warming has not stopped. The past seven years have been the seven hottest years on record globally since record keeping began in the 1880s. And even though 2021 was relatively cool compared to other recent years, it's still ranked as the fifth warmest year overall. That is all according to the European Union's climate monitoring service, Copernicus. It was warmer in the U.S., which saw its fourth hottest year on record. Europe had the hottest summer in history, which fueled deadly extreme weather disasters like the catastrophic deadly floods in Germany. The nonstop warming trend driven by humanity's release of greenhouse gases into the atmosphere shows that even the temporary cooling influence of a La Nina event in the Pacific Ocean no longer does very much Mm. to dampen human-caused global warming, which scientists warn is intensifying disasters like hurricanes, wildfires, and heat waves. That is not a good sign. Adding to the crisis, in the U.S., emissions of planet-warming greenhouse gases bounced back in 2021. Yay! No, not yay. As the economy rebounded from pandemic disruptions. Emissions had dropped a record 10% in 2020, according to the Rhodium Group, and then spiked 6% in 2021, largely due to big increases in the use of coal and fossil-fueled freight transportation. Renewable energy supplies are growing, generating a record 20% of U.S. electricity in 2021. Yay? Yes, yay. But it was still not enough to counter higher natural gas prices amid a global natural gas supply crunch. Boo! So utilities switched to cheaper coal. Mm. The U.S. is the world's number one exporter of natural gas, so U.S. citizens now compete with Europe and China for U.S.-produced natural gas. We're competing for our own gas? Yes. So much for energy independence. To meet Paris climate targets of cutting emissions in half by 2030, the U.S. needs to decrease emissions by 5% a year. So we are definitely going in the wrong direction. So we increased it last year by 6.2%. Yes. We suck. The U.S. is unlikely to meet the Paris climate targets unless Congress passes historic climate investments in President Biden's Build Back Better Act. All we have to do is wait for Joe Manchin's permission. 
It was also a year of disaster fatigue. The U.S. was hammered by a staggering 20 weather and climate disasters in 2021 that cost more than a billion dollars each in loss and damage, racking up a total of $145 billion in damages in just 2021. To put that into perspective, President Biden's Build Back Better bill directs $550 billion over 10 years to climate mitigation, and that's a third of what the U.S. spent on 2021's fossil fuel climate disasters. Yeah, that $555 billion over 10 years is mm, about two-thirds of what we spend on the military every single year. But there is some good news, on the state level at least. New York's new Democratic governor, Kathy Hochul, unveiled an ambitious path to reaching the state's emissions targets in her State of the State address last week, citing the accelerating costs of extreme weather disasters like Hurricane Ida and Superstorm Sandy. Hochul outlined several major climate goals, from upgrading the state's infrastructure resilience to decarbonizing millions of homes, incentivizing the shift to electric vehicles, a first-in-the-nation statewide ban on natural gas hookups in new buildings, plus massive investment in offshore wind energy. I'm now announcing a nation-leading $500 million investment in offshore wind energy that will create thousands of good-paying green jobs. As we build out our wind energy capacity and continue our transition to clean energy, our reliance on fossil fuels must be phased out. Yes, please. Not a moment too soon. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. You